This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Well, Mississippi is known for many things, especially art and festivals. So today we're showcasing art festivals around Mississippi. Our first stop will be in Water Valley for the 11th annual Water Valley Art Crawl. Next, we'll head to Ocean Springs for the 41st annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Fest. And in the show in Picayune for the 50th biannual Fall Street Fest. So hold on tight because we're going on a Mississippi. Mississippi Art Ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner. And when I say traveling, he does a lot of that. Don't you start. Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. He's back, y'all. Yes. I'm so glad Oh, I miss it. Every time I'm not here, like, my body is like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be on the air (laughs) with Michelle and talking to these wonderful listeners. And I'll be off in La La Land somewhere. Well, we know Mississippi is known for a lot of great things, uh, especially art. Of and we course. have a lot of artists on the show. We have a lot of festivals. So mm-hmm. today I wanted to showcase the art festivals around Mississippi. Beautiful. And in November and October, that's when the art fest really happen. You know, they start popping. We have a lot of festivals throughout the year. Yes, indeed. But during the fall, those fall art festivals come out. So today we're going to showcase three great art and um, craft vendor type festivals. Yes, indeed. Throughout the state, we're going to start in um Water Valley, a small town, Water Valley, Mississippi, for the 11th annual Art Crawl. That's going to be fun mm-hmm. to hear about. Also, we're going to head to Ocean Springs for the 40, 41st annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Fest. Man, love Ocean Springs. And, Such a beautiful city. And this is one of the, actually, the largest art and crafts fest on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I believe it. So I can't wait I for uh, them to talk to us about that. Peter Anderson. Of course. And we can't, of course, forget about Picayune, Mississippi. Picayune. Picayune. I like saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50th biannual Fall Street Festival. So I can't wait to talk to everyone about their festivals today. Speaking of festivals in uh, Mississippi, you've been out and about. Yes, yes. Where uh, have you been? Oh man, look, uh, went to Cleveland, Mississippi this uh, th- this week and headed back. Actually, right when I leave the show, okay. uh, we are having a. Uh, first of all, there is a fundraising gala at the Grammy Museum tonight, Ooh. starring the incomparable. I mean, Charlie Pride. Oh, 
Uh-uh. Oh, my God. That is a jewel of a man. You know, he is, of course, iconic in country music. Uh, of course, the biggest and one of the first, you know, uh, African-American country music uh, stars ever to hit the scene. And this man is such a gem. I've had a chance to work uh, work with him once before. And uh, I am always enamored by people who have done the entire world of things who are super humble and more interested in you than talking about themselves. Wow. Uh, but he's performing tonight at the Grammy Museum. I will be there with Craig Ray and, and a bunch of others. And then tomorrow there will be a press conference at 1 o'clock announcing that Mississippi has received the uh, the World Tourism Conference, uh, Music Tourism Conference for 2020 uh, next year. So uh, look out for it. It's going to be great at the Grammy Museum tomorrow at 1 p.m. That is cool. So you get to do a lot of neat things. <laughs> Man, look, I'm <laughs> just spreading the, the good state. news of the state. And you that's know? wonderful. You do it from the inside and the outside. Yes, you indeed. go outside Mississippi. Speaking of Mississippi and events, tonight um, at Thalmar Hall, this is interesting. The Black Jacket Symphony presents Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. So the Black Jacket Symphony, I don't know if you've heard of them, if you are aware, if anyone knows Black Jacket Symphony, they are awesome. They're presenting a live performance of Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. They're doing the entire album in the um, in entirety. So it's mm. going to be so cool tonight. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Now you can contact Alamar Hall for more information because tickets um, are reserved. So you want to go ahead and get your tickets for that. That's tonight starting at 8 p.m. at Tyler Mar Hall in Jackson. Most what else going on this weekend? Oh, wow. This is something uh, that is a wonderful cause. Uh, walk to End Epilepsy. Uh, the Epilepsy Foundation of Mississippi hosts a community walk fundraiser to spread awareness and help fund programs and services for the foundation. So the walk will be this Saturday when it's nice and crisp outside. Mm-hmm. But the sun will be out starting at 10 a.m. going into 12 p.m. at the Flowood Nature Trail at 4077 Flowood Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the Epilepsy Foundation, 601-936-5222. That's good. Uh, um, walks are, I prefer walking when it's cold. I would not want to walk in August or even September in Mississippi. Really? But we have walks throughout the yeah. entire year. But yes, this is the perfect time to get out there and do a 5K or <laughs> 1K. 1K. Half <laughs> 1K, a K. Half a K. That's funny. Um, <laughs> This is something really, real important, especially since I'm about to graduate, Yay. graduate school, December 6th. Foul your FAFSA Saturday. It's happening tomorrow Jesus. at the Get to Jackson Center on Lakeland, off of Lakeland Drive in Jackson. Now, FAFSA, um, of course, is the application you have to fill out to get financial aid for college. Don't so, of course, so parents, students, if you are interested in learning how to do this application and you want to do it right the first time, yes. you don't want to make mistakes no. and then have to go through these ups and downs um, to correct those mistakes. So get to college counselors are helping parents and students uh, complete their FAFSA applications. And you know, our friend who's with get to college. Of now. course, Stephen, uh, he, Steve he, he will actually be here next Friday. I will let you know. Oh, great. Hint, hint. We're doing uh, We Are Jackson, a whole show about Man. We Are Jackson uh, video. We'll tell you a little I bit about more about that. It is, it is. We're <laughs> going to have the director, the producer, the artist, and everybody on the show uh, to talk about uh, how that uh, idea came up and uh, how they implemented it. But right. back to Fast for Saturday. It's actually happening tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and it's absolutely free. So 
when you get when someone is giving you free uh, help, you want to take it, especially for that. this. Uh, you do need to call the Get to Jackson um, Center. So visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Get that phone number or the website and go ahead and uh, schedule your appointment because they want it to go smoothly mm-hmm. tomorrow. Actually, uh, speaking of smooth, <laughs> guess who's coming to town? Who? Patty LaBelle and Brian McKnight. Oh, my goodness. Is she bringing some pie with her? I, I know. She needs to just hand out little pies <laughs> to everybody in the audience. The ticket and built into the ticket price. She actually has little pies. Have y'all seen the little the smaller patty pies? They have the individual. Patty. Yeah, I, I've seen those at Walmart. Uh-huh. And, and a little tip: they she's had some a frozen food line coming yes. out. No, she had mac and cheese. You just pop in the oven and just ima- imagine Patty Labelle mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet, but I, I've heard wonderful things. When <laughs> will it hit the stores? Has it already? I don't know if it, it has, but. She debuted it on other shows, mm-hmm. so um, it's it's out there. It's we're gonna there. look for the date. So when it comes to Mississippi, we're gonna have a great Thanksgiving. So if it's anything Patty like Bell. the patty pies, then you know, <laughs> you what, know what's going on. Do you remember when the patty pies first hit? It was like the iPhone came out. It was insanity. You couldn't you couldn't get, like, you, you couldn't get your hands on them. You walk in Walmart like we're out of patty They're like, pies. Where well, they gone? Grandma's was fist fighting in the frozen food aisle. I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. And speaking of. Thanksgiving is um, approaching. It's almost near. What we have three more weeks before Thanksgiving. So get your patty pies and your uh, patty mac and cheese, and you know what, pass it off as your own. How about that? (laughs) And make sure you listen to Deep South Dining. We got some special Thanksgiving episodes coming up Monday mornings at nine. Plug, plug, plug. Of course, I love Deep South Dining and uh, listening to the recipes. I maybe need to. I want to do something different this Thanksgiving. Yeah, like Um, fried turkey. That's good too, but I want to try something new. I just want to spice it fried up, turkey. change it up. You hear this fried turkey fried guy over here? Hands. But back to Brian McKnight and Patty LaBelle. They both will be in town. Um, one will be at the Biloxi uh, Beau Rivage, and that's Patty LaBelle, and she will be there tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Beau Rivage Casino in Biloxi, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, and Brian McKnight, smooth R&B singer Brian McKnight, will be at the IP Casino in Biloxi tomorrow night, 8 p.m. as well. They always have great, great shows. Brian McKnight is finally starting to show a little age. A little just, bit. just now. <laughs> I'm like, no! Age is finally caught up with Brian McKnight, of all people. <laughs> Hater. Anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of holidays, guess what? Hometown Christmas Market is oh, happening nice. tonight and tomorrow. Well, today and tomorrow. Started at 10 o'clock today, so it's 15 minutes in. And it's at the vault venue in Brandon. Now, this is a holiday shopping event featuring Mississippi's top vendors from all over the state. Now, again, the vault venue in Brandon is happening today mm. through tomorrow. So you can go out and get those unique, real unique Christmas items or ornaments for your tree or stuff to decorate your house. Mm. I do decorate my, I love fall, so I decorate, I actually keep fall all year long, as people know around here. Mm-hmm. They look at my wreath on my door, mm-hmm. they laugh about it, but um, my house basically stays brown, burnt orange, yellow. Got you. Really fall, warm colors, mm-hmm. but I love to uh, shop. I love to go in the store and you see the Christmas trees and the ornaments, and mm-hmm. do you like Christmas shopping? 
no. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I love you the do. I love okay. the season. I love the you know the spirit of it mm-hmm. and, and and all of that. But you know when you uh, <laughs> when you a single guy, you you just pass over that stuff. You look at it and you get a coat, but you keep breaking the same old broken down Christmas tree out of the right. basement. Pull like, oh yeah, out. let me go and pull this the mm-hmm. whole thing out. Is yours pre lit? My I have a pre. I love pre lit because I like the be. way the lights uh, are positioned on the tree. Mm-hmm. But pre lit, I mean, you could stand back once you plug up everything. You stand mm-hmm. back and look at your pre lit tree. It is beautiful without anything on it. So nice. yeah, you need to invest in. That's a what I need to do. You really don't string lights. Stringing lights is also old school. Don't don't. That's do it old anymore. school. Yes. How don't old string lights. Pre lit is where it's at. I mean, they're wow. beautiful, and then you can add more if you like. But if you get a real good hundred dollar to eighty dollar tree, and Java's oh, shaking no, his look, head, big lots here I come. Uh, exactly, and Hello. they have pre lit. <laughs> they have pre lit. All my listeners out there. About the big but before lots. we go, I want to talk about some events that are actually happening uh, happening Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah. Speaking of holidays, of course, the 49th annual Mistletoe Marketplace Man. will begin. This Wednesday, so November 6th through Sunday, November 10th, a downtown Mississippi Trademark Center. Um, you don't want to miss this. This is the premier holiday shopping event. Yes, yes. Uh, All that glitters is the um, theme this year. And, of course, it um, Junior League of Jackson hosts this event every year, and it's getting bigger and bigger and better. Yeah. Um, they have great – you can go on their website or our, our website and look at their website. They have great people coming in great events, and I mean the best gifts and the best food. Yeah. So uh, Mistletoe Marketplace, 38th annual, beginning this Wednesday. And we're um, proud to say Visit Mississippi is sponsoring this year, and we our yeah. event is Thursday night, which is uh, Bubbles and Blues. I saw that. Yeah, it is a ladies' night out, and it will feature the wonderful uh, blues artist Eden Brent. So she will be performing uh, for all of the ladies coming out, and yours truly. So you're going to dress up and look truly. really good, really and holiday-ish? We'll be hosti- hosting with Craig Ray. Oh, so you're going to look good, good. Oh, yes. He well, says, well, madam, that's what I... <laughs> well, madam. I, you know what? I might come to that because I want to see you. I know you're going to look so good. Oh, I'm oh, going to be just regular old me. Uh, look at this. But again, tell them again what day is your uh, Miss- Visit, Visit Mississippi? Mississippi's event is uh, Thursday. This Thursday coming up, Mistletoe Marketplace. It is called Bubbles and Blues. So it is a specifically for the ladies. Ladies, come on out and enjoy the uh, wonderful tunes from Eden Brent. And it, uh, it will be sure to satisfy. Ah, I can't wait for that. Well, it's time for us to take our first break, but when we return, we're heading to Water Valley, Mississippi for the 11th annual Art Crawl. Plus, later in the show, we're stopping by Picayune for their 50th biannual Fall Street Fest. So hold on tight and don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi.
If you miss anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with my traveling partner, Camille King of Visit Mississippi. Now, before the break, we talked about events happening around the state. Now, if you missed any, you can visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org slash events to get all of the happenings. All right. Now, let's welcome our first guest to the show, Patty D'Amico with the Water Valley Arts Council. Good morning, Patty. Well, good morning to you. I hope you guys are warmed up today. I we, hope you're, you're here from this we weather. Are, we are mm-hmm. cozy and toasty in here with our heater on. Is it cold in, um, up there in Water Valley? Getting better, but it was 29 degrees this morning. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's a far jump like from the... I back in the north again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a far jump from the 77 it was on two, know, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> so, Patty... Um, We've talked many, many years. Every year we talk about this Water Valley Festival. Um, last year we actually didn't get to get you on because, of course, politics happens, We're yeah. uh, and it happens all the time. And we did not get to talk about the Water Valley Art Crawl. So tell us a little bit about you and the um, Arts Council before we start talking about the uh, Arts Crawl this year. Sure. Um, we moved here about 11 years ago. We were living in New Orleans, and we moved here in 2008, uh, post-Katrina. <clears throat> we just felt like we couldn't live there anymore. It was kind of a sad place to be at that point for us. So we decided that we would look for little art towns not far from, from New Orleans if we had friends who wanted to visit. And Oxford actually was considered an art town. But when we came up here, we realized we couldn't afford Oxford's uh, home prices, so we looked at Water Valley's home prices, and we found these great old houses here, and we were able to buy a house in Water Valley. Our house is going on 120 years old. So when we moved here, it was kind of a, I will say this, it was kind of culture shock going from a city to a town of 4,000 people. And, (laughs) And my husband and I as artists, we've always tried to keep art events going because we feel that's what makes a town or a city a more interesting place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with about three or four other locals and newcomers, we started in 2009, we started the Water Valley Arts Council, and we were just kind of getting together, trying to come up with ideas about what can we do in town, and we knew that there were a lot of artists that lived here. So, I mentioned, well, why don't we have an art crawl, because we had done those in other states. We had lived in Rhode Island, we had done that, and then in New Orleans, we started it in our neighborhood, because I mean, there were so many artists in New Orleans, I can't even, <laughs> endless. So uh, when, when I mentioned that, at first everybody was a little hesitant, but I said, you know, this is a pretty safe area. What a great idea it would be to come to people's homes and businesses, see art in a very relaxed setting, uh, get to know the artists. And, uh, and we decided to do that in 2009, so our first Art Crawl was in 2009, and it went over very well. Oh, right. So it evolves every year. Like, some years we have more venues, some less. Different types of events happen at these venues. But the wonderful thing is that it is free to the public, family-friendly, 
it's a wonderful way, again, to come into somebody's home and view art. Uh, as well as that, all of the artists usually provide incredible food and drink. Mm. So you're getting food at everybody's house because, again, this is the South. Everybody likes to cook and, and make sure that you're at home. And uh, we also have music at a lot of these events. And I'm just going to repeat when it's happening, which is tomorrow, November 2nd, from 5.30 to 9. Um, and in addition to going to people's studios this year, uh, one of the things that is a new thing this year, because it's happening during the Day of the Dead, which I think is actually today, mm-hmm. we uh, the Dia de los Muertos altar, uh, one of our co-directors, who is Zach Deniman, decided that he wanted to make an altar this year. And there was a very loved person in Oxford, Ron Shapiro, who is well-known throughout the state. Uh, he had moved to Oxford in the 70s and opened up um, an art movie theater as well as a really good restaurant. And he had that place open for at least 20 years. But he was a very open-minded, free-spirited guy and a very lovely person. He passed away in August. So we decided that we would honor him with this altar, but we also want to let people know if they want to drop off anything for their own family or friends who have passed on this year, they can leave little gifts or photographs. So that will be on display throughout the art crawl tomorrow. And um, I don't know if you want me to talk about some of the different studios that are on. Well, yeah, sure, but... Patty, I'm I'm interested from a different point of view, uh, uh, your opinion. Sure. Um, you know, working in the tourism industry, I'm always interested in how, you know, when someone moves from the East Coast or moves from a big metropolitan area to a more rural and slower setting, and, and obviously out of the adjustment, you know, it puts you in the position to start the Arts Council and to start bringing people together, but how did it change you? How did Mississippi and the culture and uh, being in this different setting, can you kind of describe how it changed you and maybe your, uh, you, you know, uh, you guys as people? Sure. I mean, we when we we came, we knew nothing about this area. I'll be very honest with you. Uh, knew nothing about North Mississippi, and what we found about it is it's so pretty here. It reminds us a little bit of the Northeast because it's hilly, it has rolling hills, it has seasons, which we were really happy to have four seasons again because New Orleans, you know, it doesn't really have that many seasons. You get maybe one or two cold spells, but it's nice to have the change of seasons. And um, we also, again, it was something that we learned about Mississippi. I think if I, I would have not moved here 40 or 50 years ago, but I think people here are really changing for the better. I think the dialogue is much more open here about history, and I, I think the people here are really sweet. I think we picked one of the nicest towns we could have moved to in Mississippi, and other people agree. Like when we, we were just in another art event last week, and they say, well, where do you live? And I said, Water Valley. They go, oh, I love that town. I love the people. Mm-hmm. The people here are very, uh, they were so nice to us when we moved here, very kind, and I, I think their enthusiasm helped us kind of start this because they were ready for something to happen and it is such a pretty place that it should be you know it should be shown off a little bit because it's a very Mm -hmm. pretty old historic house i think our our house like i said it's one of the oldest developments in northern mississippi 
So we do. We have really beautiful houses from like the mid-1800s and up in our neighborhood. And they are still much more affordable than most places in Mississippi and the United States. You know, right. I, I try to tell people in Mississippi how lucky they are <laughs> to live in a place where you can actually afford to buy a house and not go broke or work three jobs. Right. And, and Patty, you know, you talk about uh, New Orleans coming from New Orleans to uh, Water Valley. It sounds like uh, the homes, the home that you guys were looking at, is like similar to the style you see in uh, Louisiana or in New Orleans, the large antebellum homes or mm-hmm. the homes on Canal Street and those <coughs> that area. Yeah. They do have a lot of older homes in New Orleans. Tell me this: How did you and your husband um, decide? How have you seen the art? You started this in 2019. How have you seen the Arts Council change and grow Water Valley? Well, I know that just from having these events, it helped to put us on the map because we really did get such a great positive response uh, that, you know, all of if, if you Google our, our town, you will see articles that have been written since, I think, 211 about, about our town, not just because of the art crawl, but other things that have happened. Like we have a lot of younger people who moved here who have bought buildings on Main Street and turned them into wonderful businesses, like one of them is the BTC Old Fashioned Grocery Store. Mm -hmm. That was a building that was empty. When we first came here, it had just been bought by this young couple, um, Kagan Coughlin and Alexi Van Buren. They bought this building, which is a nice-sized building. Mm -hmm. They bought it. They developed it. They made the, the downstairs into the BTC Grocery Store and Restaurant. The upstairs now is... A coding academy, uh, which is growing and doing very well, and also they had apartments. I don't know if they still have apartments, but they took this beautiful old building and, and really made it look great again because they were going to tear it down. Wow. Apparently. Patty, I don't want to cut you off, but I don't want to run out of time. Before we uh, finish talking about the arts crawl that's actually happening, um, I heard there will be an after party at Hometown Pizza, and the Eric Deaton Trio will be performing live at that um, event. Mm -hmm. That's at 9 o'clock until. Until whenever. Okay. And then. um, There's music at a lot of our events. We'll have music. uh, This is a new group that's just started recently, but uh, at the Hubert Creekmore House on Panola Street, there will be music by the Yellow Lily Ukulele Club of Water Valley. We also will have our co-director, Hannah McCormick, paintings there, as well as art lessons. She will be giving mixed-media art lessons there that night, and photography by John Terenzino um, at Adrian Brown David's house beautiful paintings by Adrian and weavings by her daughter, Zion David. She's oh, wow. Really so tell everyone where they can find out more information about sure. the 11th Annual Art Crawl. Free food Absolutely. and free art going in people's homes. You can't beat that. That's right. Uh, I no, would you love can't. You really you can't. Really can't beat really it. So fun. give us the website or the uh, social media um, apps or where everybody can find sure. again more information about that. Absolutely. You can get your maps for the art crawl at the BTC grocery store or Trustee's Diner, which are both on Main Street. Um, you can go, if you, if you have a subscription to the North Mississippi Herald, you can go online and get the map downloaded from there, or you can buy a paper at the North Mississippi Herald. But it's, on, it's online on many of the venues, so it should be on our Facebook page if you want to see the map, uh, which is the Water Valley Arts Council Facebook page. So... 
anyway, come on down and bundle up because I think it's going to be cold tonight or tomorrow night as well. <laughs> yeah. So please, please come on. Thank you, it's Patty. Be fun. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for spending a little time with us today. And I know you guys got have to get ready and prepare your home for all of the uh, people gonna, that are going to come through and look at your art and taste your great food. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for us to take another quick break. But when we return, we're heading to Ocean Springs for the 40, 41st annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Fest. Stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King. And, of course, we can't forget about our engineer, Java Chapman. In Java. The booth. Hi. Good morning, Java. All right. Now, that art crawl in Water Valley sounds like a cool idea. It sure does. It? Free food, free art. Walking through other people's homes, old homes, sounds like a blast. <laughs> it does sound. Free food walking through other people's homes. I'm like, what? Is that for real? Is that uh, legal? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that sounds We're doing this like legally. so much okay. fun. That sounds like so it much fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, today we're showcasing art throughout Mississippi and festivals. And we can't talk about art in Mississippi without mentioning this next guy's name. Right. Peter Anderson. I mean, he's a staple in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And we we have a friend that's going to be with us in just a second to let you know who Peter Anderson was and about their 44th, 40, that's hard to say, 41st. Anderson, Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts yeah. Fest, Executive Director of the Peter Anderson Museum. Let's welcome Cynthia Sutton to the show. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Glad to be here. I couldn't get the words out this morning. 41st. <laughs> Got tongue-tied a little bit. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Because we've lasted a long time. <laughs> I know, I know. And speaking of uh, 41st, you are ripping and running, I know, getting ready for this big festival, one of the largest on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Tell us a little bit about the Peter Anderson Museum and, and, and who he was and um, what you guys do at the festival and the history of it. Well, yes, Peter Anderson, um, the Arts and Crafts Festival has been going on for 41 years. It started in 1978. And Peter Anderson himself is a master of potter. He is, his family um, is part of the Anderson family. Walter Anderson has their own museum here at Ocean Springs. His brother, Peter Anderson, created Shearwater Pottery. And then they have a third brother, James Mack McConnell Anderson. The three brothers are really known as inspiring, including their mom, inspiring and growing the arts community in Ocean Springs. So every year we pay tribute to the potter, Peter Anderson, by putting on the Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Festival. So we do have a lot of potters that are in the festival from all over the United States, but also painters, woodworkers, metal smithing, jewelry, fudge, a lot more. So when you talk about, I was doing research, and you say from all over, where's the farthest 
uh, people come from? Because, I mean, you said not just uh, Mississippi. They come from all over to take part in this festival. Oh, all the way from California, from Minnesota, Missouri, New York, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Tennessee, uh, North Dakota, all over the United States. Wow. Now, Cynthia, tell us a little bit about the man that uh, Peter Anderson was. I mean, outside of his wonderful uh, talent and, and all of the crafts that he has created and, and just being a maverick in the in the uh, art industry, what, what kind of man was he? Well, Peter Anderson, you know, he opened Shearwater Pottery. So he was the master potter there. And he took a lot of his brother's designs and artwork and crafted it through, you know, the pottery pieces. They, they are, they, their organization is still in existence today, um, going more than 80 years um, long, strong, I should say. Um, he passed away in the 1980s, but his children still continue his legacy um, on the Shearwater compound, where they continue to pump out his design, his work, in bowls, plates, you know, everything. They even, you know, they, they love the cats. Um, family, so they also have ceramics of cats and all kind of stuff there. It's an amazing um, organization, and um, he loved what he did. His son is still the master potter this de- to this day, wow. and grandson um, is also a part of that team as well. So it's just it's it's just in, it's gen- it's in the family. Uh, it's generational. It, it starts with the mom and the dad and the brothers, and it's just going to keep going. That is wonderful. So let's talk about uh, the forty. 40- first annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Fest. What activities will take place this year? Well, this festival is presented by Blue Moon, so Blue Moon brings an art aspect itself, the Blue Moon Art Project. So people will be able to vote um, on their favorite art pieces throughout the festival, which will be featured everything Blue Moon next year. We also have another big partner of Galleria BMW. Um, they're located in Iberville, but they are coming to the festival in a big way. They also have an art aspect into the into the community as well. They consider their paint, their art um, technicians as artists themselves. So Gallery BMW will have a interactive discovery pavilion on the grounds of the Mary Sea, which is a new addition to the festival this year. They will also have some really cool paint projects. They will actually have working artists throughout the weekend painting in various places on BMW hoods. Um, with the BMW art and paint and things like that. So the 40, it has grown to be such a huge festival. We have almost 500 artists, crafters, and food vendors wow. from all over the United States. That is um, That great. are going to be there. We have a food court, which some of our local restaurants away from downtown will participate and be a part of it, including um, we have Merch Waters, The Shed, Barbecue will be there, mm. um, and some at the Sonic. Will be there. Some you know, local and corporate entities will be a part of this um, team, and then we have a huge live music area with a lot of local and regional bands. Wow, so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of huge this year. It sounds Man. great. You also have a um, hands-on marine education area. That's real interesting. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, uh, the University of Southern Mississippi is a wonderful partner, and here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, one of their branches, the Marine Education Center is located here in Ocean Springs, and, of course, that's marine-based. So they're going to bring some of that environment to life at the Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Festival with some touch tanks and some educational um, pieces that will kind of teach 
the those coming that maybe are visitors from around the United States a little bit more what the marine life we have to offer here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Man, you know, one thing I really was interested in uh, reading about is that you will have a children's art market for those who are 8 to 11. Uh, tell us about that and how it's uh, helping to support the young art entrepreneurs. Yes, that's a really cool thing that we have. It's called the Young at Art Kids Exhibit. It's going to be located on the grounds of the Walter Ennis Museum of Art in the body of the festival. And kids to age 8 to 18 have the opportunity to come out, set up booths, and sell their own products, whether it's painting, whether it's bookmaking, whatever it is that they have, they're a part of the team. And the reason why we did this is because kids are artists, too. Mm -hmm. That's right. Kids, you know, kids want to grow up to be an artist, to be an entrepreneur, and this is just kind of a fun way to kind of showcase that and give them the opportunity to learn what their business is going to be like when they grow up. And those items will be on sale for purchase Saturday from 9 to 3. Um, that's Correct. wonderful. So, again, imagine um, you're being eight years old or uh, and then you you make something and then someone actually buys it. I know. <laughs> and what how, a spark. Exactly how amazing exactly. that feels. And you know that, okay, I'm an artist. I can really do this. That's right. That is so great. So tell everyone about your uh, volunteers. Do you still need volunteers? I know you guys are setting up today. Uh, do you still need help and how can people get involved? Oh, definitely. It takes almost 200 volunteers to put on this two-day event. So we will take volunteers. We need more volunteers. Um, if they want to be a part of it, they can call us at the Ocean Springs Chamber offices at 228-875-4424, or they can send us an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at OceanSpringsChamber.com. Um, they can do that. They can also come to the entrance of the festival on Government Street, down by the Mary Seat, down by BMW, and we'll get them signed up. We have a variety of opportunities. From working the hospitality to the entertainment center to greeting guests to welcoming and um, to set up to organizing to booth sitting, there's a lot of things that um, go on to put the festival together. And we welcome the help of more volunteers. They can That's also go to our website at PeterAndersonFestival.com and click on the volunteer tab. And exactly, that's mm -hmm. what I'm going to ask you. Where can people find out more information about the festival and uh, the itinerary and um, what's going to take place? Give that website one more time www.petersandersonfestival.com follow the tabs across the top and we actually have the festival guide and vendor list on our site and especially the park and ride with so many people we encourage people to use the park and ride locations to conveniently get to the entrances of the festival Thank you so much, Cynthia, for spending a little time with us today. I know you got to get back and start putting those volunteers to work and getting this festival underway. Hope you have a, you're going to have great weather. So it's going to be crispy and nice and beautiful mm -hmm. this weekend. Uh, good luck on the festival and have a great time. We'll talk to you a little bit later and tell me how it was. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another quick break, but when we return, we're heading to Picayune, Mississippi, for the 50th biannual Fall Street Fest. Stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. 
with any podcast app. You can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MBB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with my traveling partner, yes. the male king of visit Mississippi. That's Jamiroquai, isn't it? Uh, it is. Java Man, that is such a dope guy right there. Where is he? I remember him. Java said, I don't know. He is. Is he still putting out music? That's what I was wondering. Wow. Oh, wow. Does he have any ties with the Mississippi? Mm, we'll see. Mm, we'll, we'll find out. All artists in the world do. All right. Grandma, great-grandma, cousin <laughs> and them. Somebody from the South. <laughs> well, we've had a great show today, uh, Kamel. We've been all over. We've been in Water Valley. Mm-hmm. We've been down on the coast talking about Peter Anderson Fest. Yeah. Now yeah. we're headed to Picayune, Mississippi for the 50th biannual Fall Street Fest. Let's welcome to the phones now, Reba. Now, get this one. Got to say her last say, name. Say it right. No, I know what it is. You I, like I last names. I already warned Reba. Miss Reba knows <laughs> Reba, that you're going to mess with her warn? name. Yes, Miss Reba. No, Remember don't I told warn you? the people. Yes, I have to warn them. Reba BB. BB. <laughs> Reba BB. <laughs> Miss Reba, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing fine. You hear Kamel messing with your last name already? I didn't mess with it. I just said it with enthusiasm. Say it again. BB! <laughs> Reba BB! This is Miss Eileen Baker, and she's our chairman for our event. Okay, Miss Eileen, thank you. You're with us as well. Eileen Baker? Yes. Hey, Miss Eileen, how you doing? Lady, how are you? Uh, we, we can't mess with your name. It's normal. Eileen Baker. But you know what? You sound important. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so we have Reba and Miss Eileen on the phone. Guys, tell us about this wonderful 50th biannual Fall Street Fest and how it began. This is your 50th. Can you believe it? 25 years we've been having this great festival. Wow. And it gets better and better. Isn't that wonderful? That is excellent. Well, tell us how it got started and, and, you know, how it has changed throughout the years that you guys have been involved. Well, when it got started 25 years ago, it was a group of merchants on the street that got together and decided to have one, and they were called the Downtowners. The Downtowners. And they started it. You wouldn't believe how hard that group worked and got us on the map. They really did. And then Main Street was developed here, and that's when uh, Main Street took it over. And, honey, it's been a job ever since. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are a partnership uh, with Picayune Main Street. Uh, Picayune Main Street, we're a part of Mississippi Main Street. Mm. We're a a 501c3. We work with the city. And then we just team up with them, you know. So that's our teamwork. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell us how Picayune Main Street has made an impact on um, Picayune and how you've seen Picayune grow mm-hmm. uh, with, of course, the emergence of Picayune Main Street. Okay. Well, we we focus on uh, downtown beautification, 
and historic preservation. So we have events in our downtown. They're located in our downtown to help promote our downtown and to help economic development, you know, in the whole county. Even though our events are focused in the downtown and are in the downtown, it does affect the whole county. So uh, we just do our best to uh, improve each event that we do have and to promote our um, our merchants and our businesses, especially our, you know, small business. And um, we we tell them all the time, we bake the cake, you put the icing on it. You there know? you so go. We, <laughs> That's a good you know. way to put it. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys will have arts and craft vendors, shopping downtown, wood furniture sales, even classic car shows. And But tell me about the Fall Brawl Wrestling. <laughs> what is that about? That was coming. I tell you the truth, we're excited about this. We've got uh, uh, great guys coming. They're very family-oriented. They love children. They're going to be taking pictures and everything with children and signing autographs. And then, of course, they're going to be a wrestling, which you can tell all those mature women like me. Good-looking men going to be here this week. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm la- Reba, I'm laughing. You said um, they're very family-oriented. They, you know, love taking pictures with the kids. Oh, but also they're going to be slamming bodies on the ground and... Uh, <laughs> And oiled up. Oiled up with tiny bikini pants on, panties on. Okay. So I'm going to not, not panties. Oh, That's sorry. Not what what do we call said. it? Uh, speedos or whatever. But um, has this been a part of the festival um, traditionally, or is, this, or is this new? This is the first time that they have came, and we are excited for them to be here. And I want y'all to know that was Eileen talking about them, you know. Uh, <laughs> not Reba BB. <laughs> She said, I want to make that clear yes. for my uh, my grandkids are listening. That was not me. That was uh, Miss Reba. And Eileen said, no, I'm not going to look. I'm just going to peek. <laughs> so what types of uh, um, events will happen at the festival? What type of activities can people expect? We do have a car show, a classic car show, like he just mentioned. And we also have a motorcycle uh, show. And we do have the wrestling, and I was assured last night, about midnight, I think, that there is a heater underneath the ring. So for all the women to be uh, aware of that, that they will be able to wear their outfits. I don't know what you call them either. So, no. But anyway, we do have Eurobundi. We have activities for the children. We have uh, three of our downtown merchants that offer activities for children. So we... Uh, at, encourage everyone that comes to go and participate. We have a brand new escape room that is opening tonight. As a matter of fact, a big, it's causing a lot of uh, excitement in our community as well. We will have pony rides and we have different activities that some of our vendors, uh, artisans will have up and down the, uh, the event that encourages children to paint or bake cookies and things like that. So it's a bam- very family oriented um, And it sounds like um, a lot of fun, especially the holiday season Mm -hmm. is upon us. You can come to this Arts and Crafts Fest and get some great, unique Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. And we do encourage people, too, to take some uh, pictures in our downtown. We have five murals in our downtown that are absolutely gorgeous that uh, local artist Andy Green has done. And they cause quite a bit of excitement, too. People love to have their photographs taken with that. And we have something new in the downtown to kind of help with the economic development and economic draw is the 
shoe fees. And some of our merchants in the downtown have those. And if you take your picture with the shoe fee and you post it on social media or even show it to them inside the stores, then they give you a 10% or a discount for, you know, just coming in in there and taking their shoe fee and letting everyone know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now tell us how important economically events like this is to um, mm-hmm. pick a union. Well, we did do an economic impact study several years ago. I had someone from Mobile that actually helped us with that. And we were kind of surprised, you know, at what, you know, what kind of economic impact a uh, two-day event causes or brings to the city. And then, of course, I always keep up with, you know, difference in uh, retail sales tax that's collected by the city, you know, on the months that we do have events, just to kind of compare, you know, and know what, what we you know, it is down or up or what we need to improve on. That's just one of those things that, you know, Main Street programs do. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it does, it, our restaurants uh, it have increased sales, the hotels, the, um, the um, where they go and they rent <laughs> campers. Yeah. RV parks. There we RV go. <laughs> so, um, everyone is real excited. You know, our merchants are, of course, thrilled. You know, especially in November, they get a lot of Christmas sales, and our uh, vendors that come, our artisans that come, they are selling Christmas items um, and and Thanksgiving as well too. Because, and they they ha- and they uh, report their sales to us and pay their sales tax to us. So we kind of know that uh, Christmas usually brings in quite a bit of. Um, economic impact in our community. Speaking of Christmas, um, I'm sure we can talk about this before we have to go. Give us a little hint of what you guys have planned on Main Street, Picayune Main Street for the holidays, uh, upcoming holidays. Oh, awesome. Glad you mentioned that. We have a Christmas parade. The Civic Woman Club puts on a Christmas parade every year, and it's fabulous. It brings in probably 10,000 people just for the parade. Oh, it's huge. And the front meets the back, too. Mm-hmm. And then we have something really, really nice that is a, a free event in the downtown that we have a lot of sponsors to that, which is called Christmas on the Rails and Shop by Candlelight. Oh, and nice. that's, a, that's a big, that's really big. And our downtown merchants, we have no vendors at that time, so it's just our downtown merchants are out. But they are, we have free refreshments that um, some local, you know, local businesses donate. And we have free hot chocolate, free entertainment, and then the shops are all open, and they have uh, they're mm. decorated for Christmas and get everybody in the Christmas spirit. And that's the first Friday in December every year. Oh, I love it! And you know, there's nothing like that small town mm-hmm. Main Street shop Christmas shopping mm-hmm. feel. It makes me feel like I'm watching a lifetime, a lifetime movie, right. movie or Hallmark <laughs> uh, Christmas movie. I've been watching them already all month. So I am so <laughs> glad you guys. Um, took time out to talk to us today, Miss Reba, Miss Eileen. Thank you guys Wait, for Reba BB <laughs> for coming out for talking to us today and talking about the 50th biannual Fall Street Fest. It's happening Saturday, November 2nd and 3rd in Picayune, Mississippi. More information at our website at mpbonline.org. Thank you guys for spending a little time with us today. We've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank all of our guests. Patty D'Amico with the Water Valley Art Walk, Cynthia Sutton with the 41st Annual Peter Anderson Fest, and Reba Beebe and Miss Eileen with the Water with the Picayune Main Street 50th Biannual.
annual Fall Street Fest. Now, if you'd like to find out more information about any of the events we talked about or featured on the show, visit our events calendar at mpvonline.org slash events. And if you want to listen to this show again, of course, log on to our website and listen to the podcast. For MPB Think Radio, I'm Michelle McAdoo. And for Kamel King of Visit Mississippi, we will see you right here, right here, same time, same place, MPB Think Radio, next stop Mississippi. Have a great weekend.